What, so it works this week? Yes, so I don't get that. Oh, my God, I didn't press record. <laughs> Which is the, all we've got of, uh, uh, isn't it romantic, <laughs> basically, with me saying, oh, Christ, I didn't press record. Oh, that's quite a good review then, isn't it? Well, that but, uh, film, yeah. Should we do a little intro? Uh, who wants to do it? Anybody else want to start it tonight? No, I mean we have a per- we have a sort of a, a name person that's sort of very good for sort of radio and sort of um, doing books and stuff like that. Who's got a very good voice and very good microphone set up, so we best let him do it. Away you go, then, Rob. Man? Away you go, Rob. Away you go, Adam. <laughs> good evening and welcome back to. Oh, good evening. Oh, for goodness' sake. Hello and welcome back to back to the film. Uh, I'm Adam. Hello, I'm Rob. And hello, I'm Blue. I'm um, Adams. I'm Adams. You're Adams. You're Adams. What? I'm Adams. You're my, bi- you're my bitch. <laughs> 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 you walked into that one, but um, uh, tonight we're going to be chatting about uh, Murder on the Homefront, the 2013 film, and we we'll possibly uh, go back and talk about um, Isn't It Romantic, the 2019 film. But was it? Off. I thought it was 2014. <laughs> What, Murder on the Home Front? Yeah. That's when it was released uh, as a film, um, but it was released in 2013. As, as a, a series? Two, as a series, yeah. And uh, it was about 20 minutes into it. I think, I've bloody seen this. And it was a TV series. I must have watched it on a Sunday night, I believe, back in 2013. How many episodes was that, then? It was just two. Oh. But, uh, Try to picture yeah. where the split would be. Um, I don't know, actually. Uh, where would the split of that have been? Um, I don't know. It, it's uh, it's a slow burn film, isn't it? Murder on the Home Front. I don't know if anyone yeah. else has watched it. Oh, and you've been as you're so good at introducing. Well, no, you you chose a... the film. You can give a little synopsis of it. Oh, it's been such a while since I watched it. So, uh, someone like you would be so far superior. Basically, it's about it's during the Blitz uh, in London, and there's uh, some murders, uh, some prostitutes are being murdered, and they call on the services of uh, Doctor Collins, uh, uh, and he's a sort of a pathologist, I believe, um, oh. and and he uh, uses new. Um, found ways of uh finding out who the killer is you know but uh, i think he was using new methods that uh, other uh, others didn't recognize but he's a bit of a they're on the hunt of a serial killer and he gets um his partner in crime is molly played by tamsin merchant and um it's how they uh try and find the uh killer of uh but quite gruesome actually as well isn't it uh, the way the killer uh, cuts the the old swastika into the tongue of the. Um, uh, well, without ruining it, the killer didn't actually do it. No, he didn't do that, did he? No, some, no. Uh, that got a little bit complicated at the end. I thought, oh, I couldn't, <coughs> work out why, I couldn't work out why they were cutting swastikas into the tongue of the dead prostitutes. They weren't prostitutes. They weren't prostitutes. Oh, right. Okay. I thought they were. No, they were classed as good time girls. Oh, good time girls. Yeah, that's right. They were back in those days, weren't they? But but uh, but come on then, Blue. Why did you choose this film? 
something a bit different, set in, in a period sort of stuff, you know, sort of a, like a period drama. Um, I just thought I'd give it a watch. Well, when, of, um, when did you watch it? Um, several weeks ago. Oh, right, right. So uh, I just thought, you know, okay, a bit of murder suspense sort of film. Um, a <laughs> bit different to, to the... the war films that I probably like and sort of I thought you know let's mix the film review up you know yeah, I know last yeah. week we had a un, um a unrecorded <laughs> right, okay uh, so I've had a, a, quite a few messages about people saying don't worry blue won't remember it <laughs> blue won't bring it up that you haven't uh recorded you've got to press record they uh, obviously don't know blue yeah that's uh so we are press record. We have press record then on this. We right? have press record today. Yeah, yeah. I have press record. All right, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I well, I'm going to start off and say that I, I quite enjoyed this film. I thought um, the costume and scene, uh, you know, was all quite fit well together. It was all done. I wouldn't say it was done on the cheap. Um, and I say it all fitted, everything fitted well together. Yeah, I'd, I'd second some of that. I mean, it, it looked, they all, all the costumes, like you said, looked okay uh, and what have you. And they didn't go on and on about the, the blitz. There was just the old, um, uh, uh, you know, obviously someone's shaking dust above their heads whenever the bomb went off and that sort of thing. But um, I, I would disagree. Oh, go, okay, go, go on. It. Friday night. He's had, have you had a drink? Only six. Only right. six. Yeah. I would start off with the fact that in the beginning titles, when they were showing the blitz going on, the bombers were flying under the barrage balloons, which wasn't the point of barrage balloons, because it was to stop them, because the cables could have cut the wings off. The, the fighters attacking them had the D-Day stripes on them, which if it was 1940s, they wouldn't have done. So that pissed me off. Right. And from then on, Whilst it was an interesting film, I thought the acting was some of the most wooden I had ever seen. Some, of it, some of it was bloody shocking. Wooden it was literally there. looked like they had read the lines, walked out, spoken them in a monotone, and walked off. Yeah. I would have much preferred to have seen an episode of Foil's War where they did a similar idea <laughs> of, of drama during the Blitz than this. It was atrocious. Some of it really was, wasn't it? God, this is a bit of a hard, hardened review, isn't it? I'm sorry it's a hardened review. I, The idea of it, actually, I thought was quite a good film. I just thought there wasn't a single person in there who wasn't hamming it up. It mm. was so poor. Yeah. Really? Some of yeah. It, some of it really was uh, shocking, quite yeah, but maybe Okay, the guy who ran the club with the spiff little um, moustache who every time you looked at him looked obviously like he was a bad guy. It was just, yeah. oh, my God, can you think of any other cliche to add? He was uh, Hastings. Yeah, Christ, he had a smile on him. I'm, sure, I'm surprised that he, uh, yeah, during the war they'd have made him put a blackout blind on that smile because his teeth were, <laughs> were the right set of choppers going on there, weren't they? But, uh, it was. Uh, the, the most wooden actor of the lot was the... Um, Mortuary assistant, I and mean, Christ, not been. <laughs> they could have got. A, he a he was hat. very wooden. 
but you could kind of understand why a mortuary assistant would be wooden. Would be wooden. Yeah, why the them was so monotone. It it yeah. drove me pain watching it. Yeah. Yeah, a mortuary assistant's not going to be listening to drum and bass all day long, is he? No, but they might have a personality or actually the ability to talk to other people rather than <laughs> five just read the script. Yeah, but, but maybe because doing a job like that, it's sort of quite sort of... Quite so how do you explain the fact that everybody else did exactly the same? You look at the detectives, including the one who was taken off the case. At no stage did you actually believe in any way, shape or form that he was interested Mm. Yeah, maybe that's because that, that's the way the policing was like back in them days. Yeah, I know they were trying to uh, sort of depict everybody as being, you know, a bit jolly and all that sort of thing. I, I don't know if they were trying to depict the the way people were back then. But it, um, well, all like I said, some of the acting was so bloody wooden. It was, uh, if, you've, really... if you've got a critic that's sort of straight away criticising the film about the opening titles with the planes sort of having the wrong markings on Well, you're doomed, didn't you? You've just got no sort of chance in that film. As I said before, I had no problem with the idea of the film, other than it seemed to be fairly stolen from the book Enigma, where the idea of the, the sort of the person you thought couldn't possibly be the victim or the perpetrator actually was. But then if you've ever watched Columbo, you would understand that it was. It, it just was formulaic it didn't bring anything to the genre and they obviously had money they had time they had an idea but they did not create the right film oh right <laughs> <laughs> well bring up rob have you got anything else to say on that i mean it's, you know, don't hold back fella this is six drink rob <laughs> yeah this is six drinks rob where i just don't care but I have to say, when watching Etsuka came in and asked me how I was going, and I just sort of buried my hundred the heads in the pillow and just went, "Oh my god!" Uh, this this film uh, w- would have been much better, much much better as a um, as a as a TV series like it was originally. Yes, um, as a TV series, and with some people who had some actual enthusiasm to act about it. I'm sorry. You just looked at the character. No one seemed to really care what they were doing. I'm doing a part because I'm being paid for it. There was no no follow-through, no interest. No one seemed to go out of their way to try and create a character. It was it was dull. Maybe that's how it was written for them. In which case, why on earth did they create such a dull film? Well, we might as well go and, let's go on and score it then, shall we? <laughs> but, uh, who, uh, so the chap that actually was the killer was Rosowski, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, and who didn't guess that from the first time when they narrowed it down to three suspects? Yeah, yeah I must admit it was pretty damned obvious. But, and then they yeah. arrested that Ziegler, didn't they? Um, yeah. Uh, and had him in, in, uh, in prison. There was one uh, line in the film that, that uh, when when it, Ziegler's in uh, in the jail, and somebody looks through the little flap and says, um, uh, "You're going to hang, you are. You better hope Pierpoint gets you." That made me think. Pierpoint is a film that we must watch at some point. Have you, have you ever seen it, either of you? Nope. It's, it's about the so. the last hangman. There's Timothy Spall's in it, and it's about the the last hangman, uh, basically. Uh, and uh, oh, is that on Netflix? 
Is that on no, Netflix? it's not on Netflix. Keep an eye out for it to come because it's not on Prime either. I have seen it, but it's a really good film. It's all about him okay. and, and how he uh, planned his hangings and all that sort of thing. Anyway, back to this film. Um, yeah, well, the only actor that stood out to me was uh, Tamsin Merchant. She seemed to have a bit of uh, oomph about her, but the rest of them, like particularly, like you said, Hastings, the, the snooker uh, the club owner was like you said. It was like watching someone from EastEnders or something. Trying to, trying well, to so I mean, perhaps you should. Have, you could have been a good sort of Hastings and Adam, couldn't you? Really? Why is that? What do you mean? <laughs> well, I don't know. Just what you might bring to it. You know, your your teeth might be a bit duller than sort of bright white. <laughs> uh, you might have brought some more character to it. You know, and sort. I'm of, not um, sure Adam had quite the hair for it. No, no exactly. couldn't, well, we, I couldn't have done the quiff. They could have got you a, a hairpiece, couldn't they? No, I'd never live it down with you two if I ever did that. Hang on, have, didn't you have an hairpiece once? No, I've never had a bloody hairpiece. Christ, you gave oh. me a wig. Uh, no, but, wasn't uh, you Wasn't you thinking about getting a hairpiece? I said if I didn't have mates like you two, then I'd think about getting... <laughs> uh, I'm very offended. I would never, ever joke about a hairpiece that you wore, Adam, to your face. If I, yeah, if I turned up um, with a with a really good uh, hairpiece on, you two would rip the living shit out of me, and it just wouldn't be worth. No, it, so. I would just be laughing. I would never say anything. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it, you get past a point where if you if you uh, catch yourself. When when your hair starts falling out and and then start wearing a hairpiece or doing things, that's one thing. But to suddenly go from uh, uh, not having any hair to to wearing a hairpiece, you've got to expect to have the living crap ripped out of you by anyone that knows you. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, anyway. Oh, fair play, fair play. But uh, but um, uh, this is going to be a very short one. We have to talk about the other film as well because. Um, which is crap as well. Sorry, what, eh? <laughs> You're well, on one tonight, Rob. He, he, you can tell he's had a few bevies, can't you? Yeah. yeah. Totally. He's giving it away. I've got to do, do, do this bloody podcast. Uh, better press record. No, right. Both of you, tell me something positive from either of the films. Either of the films. Um, I thought... Is that not a, telling the fact that both of you had to stop and think? No, I thought it was quite a good mystery, murder mystery, sort of suspense sort of film set, you know, in the Blitz and sort of, I, I thought it was all sort of quite set quite well, if I'm honest. Okay, place that film against an episode of Foil's War. Which one would you prefer to see? Um, I can't really recall too much of Foil's War, if I'm honest. Yeah, this was... This was the sort of film that uh, this well, the sort of series that should be put out around Christmas when you don't really care what you're watching, anything new. Is good. <laughs> actually, the thing is, so now when I watch a film, I, I watch a film for actually the, the film, and don't always when I'm watching a film start comparing it with other films. I just watch it for the film that it is. Yeah, I would so, not yeah. compare it to another film other than the fact that it tried so hard to be Foil's War and it didn't work. Yeah, it it uh, it just didn't quite hit the marks. I mean, the main character, did you ever actually feel any empathy for him or anything he was doing? It never really made sense. They kept cutting back scenes to him in his house listening to radio. Why? What was the problem? He wasn't suffering any angst. He wasn't 
showing I anything. Admit, at one point, I thought, oh, this is a bit of a, is this a red herring? Because why he was sat in his uh, in his front room when the policeman oh. came to ask him, and why were there two or three pairs of stockings drying on a on a little rack? Maybe it was a bit of maybe it was a bit of a fetish or something like that. Well, I thought, aha, uh-huh, there's something going on here. The, he's, uh, and then I remembered it. I remembered I'd watched it, and which uh, the whole thing came into a disappointment because it obviously had money to do this film, and they just hadn't picked the right actors. No, or a director. I don't know which one makes the most difference. Yeah, it's funny because it's got quite good reviews uh, everywhere else, and people quite liked it. And there was well, it's got be... quite good reviews other than you two. I haven't slated slated it. I've just. Uh... I have. Mm. So now I bet your score, Mister Mister Piper, is going to be different because Rob's score is going to be quite low. So you're going to be Mister Sheep again and follow suit. No, I'm going to mark it first. I'm going oh, to give it. Right. Oh, give, it a, give it a mark now. Go on then. Whoa. I'm going to get uh, blue. I'm going to give it a nine. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to give it uh, four. <laughs> and, uh, I'm going last because it's only fair. Mm. Well, I'm going to give it an eight. I'm going to give it a two. Oh, That's harsh. That's very harsh. But I was disappointed in it because I thought it could have been a very good film, but the acting was so poor. So basically what you're trying to say is this is like some sort of supermarket cola compared to the Pepsi Max or Coca-Cola brand. And I, what a what good analogy. What a I, good analogy. I think this is a GCSE drama project compared to a film. Oh, Jesus, he's real. God, I wouldn't go out in the streets after sort of making comments yeah, like that you, about what are you drinking tonight? Yes, true. Which, it, which six, point? I've had a, a few different variations. 1664, wife beater. Good lady wife I have look not out. had any wife beater, it's true. That's Stella, isn't it? That's Stella, is it? I can't remember which one it was. 16. Yeah, Stella. No, it does sound not. like he's had a few Stellas, doesn't he? It does sound like this, but I felt like this after watching the film in the first place, and it... I was just disappointed in it. I was hoping for so much more. And maybe that's reduced the score and gone down lower, but I thought there could have been a good film in it, and there just wasn't. I don't think you two have given it enough credit for what sort of good film it was. It was right. a formulaic plot with that you could notice who was going on. There was very much cliched characters throughout. What was there to mark it up on? Well, I thought it was quite a good sort of murder mystery suspense sort of running sort of theme film. Are you telling me you didn't work it, it out? Easy. It was the Polish guy after the first time they listed the characters. It was an easy watch. It wasn't sort of, you know, it didn't sort of change from scene to scene. It flowed quite well. Um, it had sort of very different types of characters, obviously with Molly being that sort of quite enthusiastic, sort of over-enthusiastic journalist at the start who then sort of become his assistant. Um, and it shows you how different pups... I suppose it's a bit like us, really, isn't it? Sometimes it shows you how different types of people can work well together. Where you, where you've got an, you listen... an oddball in one of them, and then the other two might be sort of... And then it, it works. works you well. talk about yourself like that, Blue. <laughs> Come on. But they listed 
Listen, you're starting off, there's these murders, it's a mystery, and then suddenly it's a list of three people who could potentially be the murderers. Where did that come from? It was, there could have been any number of people in that club who were the murderers, but they suddenly listed it down to three characters. And as soon as they listed it down to three characters of the dodgy soldier, the club manager, or the person who it couldn't possibly be, did you not think straight away who it was? It, it was what it's trying to show is how they got to sort of. That's not what I'm asking, Blue. Could you not work it out from as soon as they listed three characters who it was? Well, it's obviously one of them three, wouldn't it? But you just had to sort of try and work it out. As so, in, two obvious characters or one not, and it's a murder mystery. Who are you going to go for? You don't go for the obvious characters, you go for the one who it can't be. Of course, you do. But. Yeah. So straight away, they fit into the formula of a murder mystery. In no way was it surprising. Okay, so would would you say this is worth a watch for people? No. Adam? Uh, on a Sunday night, over a couple of nights, perhaps over two weekends, so that you forget the first lot that you've watched. <laughs> but, <laughs> but certainly not in, not being rude to the film, not in one long slog <laughs> like this, no, no. It's, well, it's funny how many times we, we watch films and we say this would have been so good if it was a series. And uh, we finally got a series that's been made into a film and it, it doesn't work sometimes. In this, in this case, it doesn't, it hasn't worked. No, in your opinions, in my, in, our, in my opinion, yeah, in my opinion. Yes, because if you look at Rotten Tomato and everything else, it's got quite good reviews. Yeah, that's Wait. what, yeah, I said that, yeah. I have to say, looking at that after I'd watched it, I was surprised by the reviews. Well, well, obviously all them reviews, obviously the way that and their opinions, and maybe you two are just two oddballs. Entirely possible. Could be. Could I doubt it very much? Or <laughs> very too picky oddballs. I must admit, I didn't notice about the aeroplanes, but Struth, uh... did you have it on slow mode or something like that to see that, Rob? No, if you have the black and white stripes on the wings, that was a sign from after the uh, uh, D Day, which was nineteen forty-four. This is meant to be nineteen forty. Um, so... I, I hope you're right, because if you're wrong, then we get some sort of um, people writing in, sort of complaining about your sort. Of you don't get the black and white stripes on the wings until nineteen forty-four. All right, gotcha. Also, the fact that the Heinkel HE-111s, which are showed in the title, were flying under the barrage balloons. That would be very dangerous. They flew over the barrage balloons. Well, some might have flew underneath. In which case, their wings might have been cut off by the cables from the barrage balloons, which is why they flew higher. But you said the word might. Yeah, <laughs> very low possibility. But if you're doing a night raid, which is what they were showing in the beginning titles, you've got to be very careful in what you're flying, and you have to fly by instruments because you can't actually see. So you'd be picking a height that you knew was safe. Well, how did you know they didn't have some new Fandango night vision goggles? Because they didn't have night vision goggles in that time. They were relying on the radar system to pinpoint exactly where they had to drill the bombs with two different radar repeaters for one in northern france and one in uh, scandinavia and when the cross march was where london was which is how they knew to bomb <laughs> and they do it from altitude well uh, any more on that <laughs> well if you want me to go and explain the radar systems of the german air force i can right okay so uh, basically um 
that's that film then. Yeah. How, how long's that lasted? That's uh, twenty-five minutes. It won't take <laughs> long to this. So, uh, whose choice is it next week? Is it me? Uh, well, uh, I think it is Rob. Yeah. Is okay. it? W- would it be sort of um, right to let you choose a film in the state that you're in at the moment? To be fair. I have asked opinions of other people of what film I should choose, and the person who never joined us on this podcast has said Zero Dark Thirty. Zero Dark Thirty. Is that on Netflix? Apparently. It's the one about catching Bin Laden. Oh, right. Zero Dark Thirty? Dark Thirty. I've never watched it, so I have no idea. Can someone actually sort of write that on the... um? on the WhatsApp group, so just in case I sleep tonight and forget what it was, <laughs> I don't have to ask tomorrow. Okay, Zero Dark Thirty. Yep, I'll, 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 t- t- I'll send that over. We have had another suggestion. Oh, um, is that the same old mate again? Yes, <laughs> it is. Yes, uh, is, it, um, is it? Yeah. Oh, God. Do you think he'd give up by now? We sort of he wouldn't get the idea that sort of we ain't gonna watch no film he's gonna suggest. Is this, is this our one our one reviewer? It's Andy, yeah. He's offered to pay for us to watch this film. What pay us to watch it? Well, you have to. It's on uh, Amazon. It's on Prime, but you have to pay rent it. And he's offered to pay for us to uh, to watch it. What um, film? It's called yeah. The Favourite, 2018. It's about uh, Queen Anne or something or other. Uh, well, tell them what we do. We put it in our long list of um, requests. <laughs> All from Andy. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and, and, and when he finally gets to number one, we'll, we'll, we'll review it. Okay, okay. But uh, any other news or gossip from either of you? No, no, not really. It's been a very long week. Uh, uh, Did you have your jab? Your jab was this week, wasn't it? I had my jab last week, and I had a bad reaction to it. Well, that explains the drinking. Go on. Uh, It can make some people aggressive. Thursday evening, completely couldn't control my body tension. I was freezing until about, I don't know, 6 o'clock on Saturday morning, when I eventually managed to sleep. so, yeah, didn't have a good reaction to it, but feeling fine now. Oh, I my second one on Monday. Yeah? Yeah, I didn't, have, I, I didn't have a reaction second time round either. Uh, I'm going with the fact that the nurse says if you have a reaction, it's good because it means it's actually working. Yes, that's what they say, isn't it? It means it's your, mm. your body having a go at the antibodies and all that sort of thing, or developing antibodies and what have you. So if it doesn't react, then what does that mean? That it's not working? You've just got no soul, Blue. That's what it means. It, it just means everyone reacts differently. Nothing, yeah, just, just, uh... I was having the the injection. The lady was talking to me, and the guy turned around and was going to do the injection, and I suddenly felt this sort of pressure on my arm. I thought, oh, that doesn't feel right. I looked over, and it was actually him pressing his thumb on my arm to stop it bleeding. I'd missed the injection entirely. Yeah, yeah, I told you you would. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, because you're not a needle fan, are you? I'm not a needle fan, it's true. Uh, All right, gotcha. uh, I've been poked and prodded about this week. Was it after last week when I was doing the garden? I bloody spiked myself on that 
spiky plant and uh, mm. a couple of days later there's a lump on my leg and um i did the stupid thing of showing it to sue and she said oh, i'll have a go at that and you know Ooh. and uh woke up the next morning and i felt like bloody death warmed up and uh, i had to go to the i had to go into the doctors on monday and it was touch and go whether they made me go to hospital to have intravenous bloody antibiotics because it all got infected and and uh what did you do with this plant well it's that bastard spiky plant that's sort of halfway up our garden and uh it's jabbed me in the leg when i, when I walked past it but uh well, why, don't you, why don't you get rid of it well it was in the garden of our first home and and uh sue's insisted on taking it from every house every garden that we've had in uh, and replanting it and is sue trying to kill you well, yeah, she obviously prefers to plant than you then don't she well the <laughs> bloody thing got me two weeks before my 40th and uh i uh I, I, this, exactly the same thing happened i ended up being on all sorts of antibiotics so oh, i've was... a mind to go out there and chop the bloody thing down so oh, if it so. was the other way round, would it still be there yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> if it, yeah, but what you mean hell. if the plant was facing the other direction? Well, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you, need no. to, you need to grow a pear piper and just go out there and take it out. Yeah, you know, a driveway and gardens coming on, coming on very well. I've been doing the doing the driveway, although I did. Is it just me this week with the amount of rain we've got? My footpath down to the gate was absolutely fine on Sunday, and this week it's completely covered by plants that have just massively grown in the past week. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I cut a grass last week, and it's just gone ballistic. Yeah, yeah. We've got a, a little privet um, bush next to the path. It's been absolutely fine. And then this week it's completely pulled out and covered half the path. Yeah, the, 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 it's like because we had quite a long uh, dry spell, didn't we? So I think the yeah. plants are thinking, bloody hell, I'm going to grow like the bloody clappers. Because this time last year, we were all complaining about the heat. Yes. Yeah, obviously hot it was. And, and it's like have today, been... it's just been bloody awful, isn't it, today? Have you been looking at the weather forecasts from the next few months? Half of them say we're going to be July and August and we uh, June, July is going to be lovely, and half of them are saying June, July is going to be awful. Yeah, I have I, no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, I think it's uh, where we're paying for the paying for the nice uh, weather that we had du- during the first lockdown. Because I remember mm. saying it, the first lockdown would have been a lot tougher if the weather had been like it is now, where you can't. Go oh out God, and yeah, it had driven it, everyone insane, wouldn't it? Everyone had been bloody miserable. But last mm. year, you could go out and walk and. Christ knows what. All the windows were open, the heating was off, and it was just too warm. Yeah. Yeah, Sue put the heating on the other day. I couldn't believe it. Good God. Yeah. Me. Goodness gracious. But uh, who's looking forward to tomorrow night? The big night? Big no. no. I bet you're, you're going to watch it, aren't you? I always watch the points, I must admit. The points are the only bit that's slightly interesting. You've got really? slightly two and a half hours beforehand, which is just painful. Are you two off your rockers? The point, anything even to do with it is not slightly interesting. Yes, it is. It's, Get it's, a grip. It's just a, well, there aren't many other things to have a laugh about these days, so you might as well watch your original song contest. It is. Really? Oh. The only thing to look at that is how many points Malta gives us to see how popular we are with just one country in Europe. 
Well, I think we've got a good chance of winning it this year because they should all be kissing our asses so we go back there on holiday. <laughs> well, but, uh, well, Spain is, isn't it? They've just released today about you can go back without a passport. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, what was it? When when did we have the Brexit referendum? That was um, about four or five years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> it I seems remember. like decades ago, doesn't it? It seems a lot longer. But we were at I was at a, um, a, a party, a mutual friends of ours. I think Ooh. you were there, Rob. I'm not sure if you were there, Blue. I can't was remember. it? A, was it a Eurovision party? <laughs> it was sort of, yeah. But I got chatting to someone that I, was that I didn't there. that I didn't know, and we were talking about the Eurovision. And um, I think the Brexit um, referendum was a week away, or was the Tuesday after. And I said, um, I'm going to base my vote on how many points we get in, in the Eurovision. <laughs> And they were, you cannot make a decision on the Eurovision Song Contest and, and a life-changing decision to do with Brexit and everything that's going to happen. I thought, you actually thought I meant that. You know, of course I didn't mean it. And this is where the problem comes between us and Europe. They just don't get sarcasm. No, exactly. I, I don't know you could even get into a conversation about the Eurovision contest, Song Contest out at you know, our uh, party. Oh, I'd have to walk away even if you even sort of started to do it. <laughs> but well, now I, we know how to avoid you at parties, Blake. Parties, yeah. yeah. Really? What was that? What was that? that was, sorry, I just dropped something. Something just rolled off my desk. I've, had all, the, I've had all the cables unplugged and uh, cleaned and uh, sort of air, with one of those air cans and all that sort of thing, trying to make sure that that bloody noise doesn't uh, come back. And I think it... Well, Fingers crossed it hasn't worked yet. Now you'll be careful. You'll be careful with them air cans because they've got a lot of moisture. A lot of moisture in them. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You have to. Make, you can't shake them when you use them, can you? And all that sort of thing. I was talking to um, the guys at the pub earlier. I had a friend who worked at um, I can't which drinking company it was. So I've annoyed the Barclays. Been to the pub or something, Rob? Wouldn't I may have been to the pub occasionally, but this friend who worked. Um, well, at college, he was also working at this banking company, and he worked in the IT help desk. And there were two calls that he he told me about that always stick in my mind. The first one was um, this bloke phoned up and said, you know, my keyboard isn't working anymore. It's all so, is it connected? Yeah, all the keys still there? Yeah. Can you explain any differences about, you know, when it stopped working? He said, was ever since I cleaned it. He said, so how did you clean it? He said, well, I put it in the dishwasher. You what? Yeah. The other one was um, the guy said, "You know, my pedal isn't working." I said, "What do you mean, pedal?" He goes, "You know, the pedal that comes with the computer. What pedal? You know, like a sewing machine where you got a pedal where you press it up and down to go and not." Um, What do you mean, pedal? It turned out he was talking about the mouse. Oh Christ! After that, my idea of people's understanding of IT just became no one really knows. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, people never cease to amaze me. You only have to watch the news once or twice a week, and it you can find <laughs> something on there that's absolutely staggering, don't you? But sometimes, yeah. but sometimes these people may not have been educated in them sort of worlds and haven't grown up with it, so they wouldn't know them sort of things, would they? Yeah, yeah. It's true, but we're talking about in the 90s and they couldn't work out what a mouse was. Well, yeah, but I mean, when you've got sort of the older generation who've never had computers and that sort of stuff, they might sort of struggle with it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
you know, if we like sort of, if, if, if for instance, if you give sort of Adam sort of like, um, I don't know, like a, I, TV, I don't know, what, a pen and a bit of paper, a TV remote control. So I think he might be sort of thrown it out the window by now. How many, how many TV remote controls have you got, Blue? Um, two. Two. That shows that I'm more uh, uh, you know, advanced them than you because I only got the one and I've got my one train to do all of them. Oh, when you say train, don't you mean you've got your one set, up by, set up by your son? No, set up, set up by me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But you've got the codes from BT and I oh, sorted it out. <clears throat> so I only have to use one remote control. <laughs> so, so up yours. <laughs> yeah, that old chestnut. Yeah, yeah. But uh, when we go for when when are we going for curry or when are we allowed to go for curry? You can from now. The restaurants are open for groups, aren't they? Oh right. Would you two be up for a curry? Uh, well, I suppose we could go for a curry if we wear masks. Yeah. I'm just wondering about Blue's stomach after the last curry, though. Yeah. Maybe I'll, 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 wear, um, I'll bring some Tanner ladies, just in case. <laughs> oh, you, know them, you know them new ones that sort of sort of hold the extra bit of water <laughs> undisguised with a sort yeah. of gap in them? <laughs> you do more said, than that. If we're going to plan something like that, though, and we're thinking about it, we're not going to do Whitchurch. The Nepalese restaurants in Winchester are quite good. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. What right, we need is some of our nippers to start passing their car test so they can give us a bloody lift. Well, you, ain't <laughs> yeah, gonna, you ain't going to get a car test for over a year, are you? Are you? Not at this rate. No. Oh, right. We can't even find anyone to do lessons for Anna. Well, what I was told, what I was told by an instructor that's just retired, um, is because is Alan driving yet? He, we're starting his lessons, us, because we can't find anyone else to do it for him. So yeah, what he said was, it's the best thing to do is to you teach him about the clutch control and everything else, get him mm. working the clutch because I, you're wasting your money by sort of getting a driving instructor to do that. Mm. Yeah, it's to. Games learning the basics, just sort of clutch control, changing gears, and sort of brakes and that sort of stuff. And then when he start, when they or when they start, start to feel a bit more confident, and then they're not sort of you know looking at the gear stick, to change the gear stick, then perhaps mm. move them on to doing a driving instructor. Yeah, yeah we can't find a driving instructor at the moment. We've looked around, and no one's got anything at the moment. It's a sort of put your name down if you want to be contacted when we got space so so what has he, have he has he got a car no we're teaching him on let's go so and who did you go for the insurance for that um uh, i can't remember is it admiral might have been admiral what is, is that for like a learner insurance yeah it didn't have that much actually because the car is that underpowered mm. Oh, right, gotcha. Yeah, because actually, uh, we just got Rita's license through today. So that means now I can get tax on his car and then we can get insurance oh, and I can start driving. He's probably fallen off his seat. Yeah, he's, he's rather drunk. <laughs> he, he's, he's gone. He's gone. Right, I'm going to press oh, yeah. stop. Oh, you there? Yeah. Oh, right, you've gone offline. 
I got a sudden message come through from you, even though I'm on Do Not Disturb, which worried me. Oh, right. Uh, well, I'll press stop. Right, that was our look at the 2013 film uh, Murder on the Homefront. Hope you liked what you heard. If you did, please take the time to rate and review us on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your uh, uh, iTunes from. It really does help the show. And if you want to get in touch, it's backtothefilm20 at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, most other platforms. Uh, Hope you enjoyed the show. See you next week. Cheers. Bye.